The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From Vanderpump Rules to motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Shenanigans. We are back in studio here at Dear Media, and it just feels so good to be in a studio again. I have my sister back, who's going to be the mediator question asker for this Q&A with myself and Brock. How are you, honey? I'm good, honey. How are you doing? I'm glad we have a mediator. Yeah. It actually helps to separate our our, our, our our conversations a little bit and kind of helps me get to a point. Yeah. I'm long-winded when it comes to my answers. Yeah, I feel like I can tell either of you to shut up and neither of you will be offended. Totally. So. Yeah. And I like when you add in your opinions. We did this a few weeks ago and people still had a lot of questions. So I was like, you know what? Let's do another Q&A episode. We can go back to the reunion a little bit, talk about some wedding planning future plans for babies, whatever. There were a lot of questions. So so can I start off before I get headlighted? Like, there are any headlights here? Like, you've curated? Who went through these questions? Me. Your sister did? Yeah. Okay, so we're, we're, we're daring the headlights when these questions come out. So there's no pre-answers for this. I am speaking for your guys' audiences. Yes. Ooh, okay. All she right. is their voice. And what I'm also going to do soon, too, is do an episode with the listeners' actual voices where we can go in the room, they can call in, ask questions. Oh, that's and, fun. We can have like yeah. a little phone here where they call in. And yeah, we can have some people zoom in. Like, shout out to our boy Clarence. Clarence, buddy. He's so excited to do some shenanigans with us soon. So we'll get one of those episodes set up. And yeah, looking forward to that. Well, listen. Seeing your guys' faces. And- I'm here to support, honey, and I'm so stoked to see you in studio. This is amazing for you and for your podcast. And yeah. I really look forward to watching you grow and kind of like develop. But from growth means you need a five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> you need people to repost it. So tell us what said, you like. Yeah. <laughs> and so. uh, hit us with the good luck charms, you know. Five stars would be great. Four stars is good. Anything yeah. below that, just be honest. 
<laughs> right. Constructive criticism. Yeah. I always embrace that. It's just... Just don't lead with like, you know, Brock's bad. I get it. I get it. I'm opinionated. But I think you are also getting better. Perfect. Five-star review. Brock's getting better. And it's better. like, just <laughs> skip the episodes of Broxton if you don't like him that exactly. much. Exactly. every episode. Like, why are you torturing yourself again? <laughs> if you don't like him, then just don't listen. Yeah, I'm, I'm a cup of... I'm not, I'm not like... What is it? I'm a fine wine. You're an acquired taste. Oh, I thought I'm you were going to acquired... say, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. That was it. I was yeah, like, that's what you were starting <laughs> to say. But then you went to go with the, the Lala acquired taste, fine line, and fine, fine wine. wine. <laughs> Straight fine line by I'm Harry a fine Styles. Line, baby. <laughs> You're walking a fine line. There we go. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so there were a ton of questions about the reunion. So let's get those out of the way. Okay, cool. Um, how long does it take all of you guys to forgive each other after the reunion? Ooh, um, it depends. If you're me, I'm over it that day, and then we all go out to dinner together. So y'all are animals. Okay, <laughs> the fact that that is the culture, it is shockingly. I get it, but it took me a minute to get over it. Going into the reunion, I was fuming. Okay, <laughs> no. and I wish I could have controlled myself and like carried my man, like carried carried myself in a gentleman like fashion, which would be amazing. But I just didn't have it in me. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, I binged six episodes yeah. of the re of our show, Bang Bang Bang, and it installed a little bit of fire in the belly, and so I was ready to rock and roll. But mm -hmm. apparently. That's not what you do at the reunion. I don't know why no, this reunion was different. No, you do do that at the reunion. No one was doing it but me. Well, because everyone wasn't in person. The people the, who do that weren't there. I was the asshole the whole time. Yeah. Because I new. had things to say. Yeah. I, you did your job. You did your job well. Yeah. It took a while to forgive everybody. I think I even apologized to Lala after seeing myself. Right. Then I was like, wow. Yeah, I was a bit of a dick. But at the same time, it's like, so it took me, took me. Yeah, seeing myself took me that long to apologize after, which is a couple of months yeah. and kind of settled. See, and I can even get in a fight with someone before lunch and then after lunch, I'm like good with them. <laughs> I, yeah, I just think it depends on the type of person you are. Like I get over totally. things really quickly too. Yeah, I, it's just, uh, with this group, I mean, it's just easier to move on if it's something that's not that big of a deal. Like Charlie clapping in my face. I had a, a rosé at lunch and I was over it. Oh, you're over it? Yeah. I mean, it honestly, I think, just depends on the situation and... The severity. Yeah, totally. Okay. Good answer. Good mm -hmm. answer. Okay, next question. Is there anything from the season that didn't air that you wish did? You... Oh, let me think. What about the rest of your engagement? I said that, I think, on a recent episode. that And the babysitting were the two things that I was really bummed we didn't get to see. The first half of the engagement. Because it was just such a heartfelt moment. I mean, the whole thing was. But that part was so good. Tom and Ariana babysitting, singing Summer, Good as Gold on acoustic guitar, but also Tom's birthday party. That was so much fun. Yeah. I want to jump around a little bit. Mm -hmm. I know you mentioned on the reunion, like your experience in the hospital after the birth with preeclampsia. Yeah. And one of the questions was, can you share more on your experience with preeclampsia? Oh my God, I can't say it. With preeclampsia, I feel like that's something that you wish aired a little bit more this season because you did talk about that at the beginning of the season. Yeah, that's a really good point. That is something that I talked a lot about all summer. Like the first thing that you and I filmed, we were sitting at the kitchen island and I was talking about how traumatic that entire experience was. I mean, I'm so thankful I got induced because if I didn't, I literally could have died. Like it is that severe. It's not me being dramatic or exaggerating my blood pressure. I don't even know how high it was. It was high. I kind of, I don't even want to say it because I feel like I'm wrong, but it was like, it was 
180 over something. Like it was high. No, it was like 200 and something over 180 or something. It was ridiculous. I don't think it would have been over 180, but whatever it was, it was like stroke level, could have had a seizure, could have actually died. And I had so many women reach out to me after the reunion and share their stories and like some other women who their friends like passed away from it. And it was just like really, really scary and really traumatizing. So I do wish more of that was shown. I'm thankful as much was shown on the reunion as it was just because these are things that women need to know when they're pregnant to look out for. It was at my 40-week appointment and there was protein in my urine and my blood pressure was high. And we just chalked it up to, well, I'm 40 weeks pregnant. I could have this baby at any moment. I'm freaking out. Like I don't I felt like I was never going to be ready. What was it? Protein shakes and just ready yeah, for a baby? And a, and a protein smoothie that morning or like the Greek yogurt, like whatever. It was there. Did you have a high protein breakfast? I was like, I mean, yeah, more than usual. I usually come in on an empty stomach. They're like, that's probably all it was. Yeah. But those are two telltale signs for preeclampsia or health syndrome. So uh, I do wish that was shown more, but I'm thankful as much was shown as it was. And I do have these other amazing platforms to bring awareness and to spread that information. But that was literally traumatizing. I still can't talk about it without crying. You went through a lot, honey. I did. And then to have people coming at me so quickly after, I was like, I just went through not even just having a baby, but like everything else I went through. And then being on the blood pressure medication for so long after, not being able to work out, not feeling like myself, like it was really challenging. I mean, so many women are like, I don't know how you had a baby. And then three days after you got home from the hospital, we're filming a television show. They're like, I'm four months postpartum. And sometimes I can barely get off the couch. And I didn't have that luxury. I That's just what I was going to say. I felt like force. no one realized that it was no. that fast of a turnaround. I think Lala was genuinely the only person who truly understood that because she had not been through it as traumatic, but also she got induced three weeks early. So like that was traumatic in itself. You know, she didn't yeah. know what if Ocean's lungs were completely developed and, you know, all of that. So I think just having those similar experiences, obviously different, but still similar. She understood what I was going through in that moment. We both had crazy hormones going through our bodies. And I think that's one of the reasons that we were able to forgive each other so quickly and move on because we got what one another was going through when no one else did at all. Yeah, totally. And it's one of those things I feel like you can't really know until you have gone through it. And I mean, I wouldn't wish help syndrome or a miscarriage on anyone. So I don't want people to be able to relate in that way, but just try to at least sympathize and understand like, wow, she just went through something really traumatic. Maybe I'm not going to be a bitch that she hasn't been present in my friendship. Yeah. Case in point, Charlie. Well said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, on a lighter note, I just knew you wanted to mention that. I felt yes. like that was something that didn't mm-hmm. air a lot. But on a lighter note, um, does the cast coordinate outfits for the reunion? <laughs> we kind of, yes. So, uh, I mean, production ultimately has, like, the final say. So we send in our top, like, three looks, and then they kind of coordinate that together. But I already had my gold dress. So I had sent that to all of the girls. I'm like, just so you know, this is what I'm wearing. I've had it for 
what, a year and a half, two years. Where was it from? They want to know that too. Meshki. Okay. Yeah. So I pulled it for the season eight reunion. Okay. And then when that ended up being Zoom, I was like, I'm not wasting this gown sitting in my house on Zoom. I am saving it for next season because there will be another season. Yeah. I was so optimistic. So I had that dress ready to go. So I had sent it to all of the girls. I'm like, just saying this is what I'm wearing. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if we could try and coordinate, then we could all probably wear our first option if yeah. they look good together. And then Brock did not do that. And so his and James's first options were so similar that Brock didn't get to wear his. I was going to say, Brock, people had a lot to say about what you wore at the reunion. <laughs> they said, why are Brock's pants never long enough? And why, why is his shirt always unbuttoned? <laughs> well, I feel like that's just a preference because it's just feel comfortable. With the pant look, it's the Peter Pan look, I guess. And uh, the fact I just think that I'm comfortable like that. Personal style. Personal style. And then, uh, yeah, I didn't. I planned. I had a pink suit lined up. And then the same thing. We sent it through. It was so similar. And it was. I was like, oh, so that's why I couldn't wear that suit. And that was my go-to. I was like, I'm not going to give him another option. So I actually got my shirt, silk shirt, from uh, somewhere cheap online. And... uh, And then walked up and they they actually had another shirt laid out. And then they're like, actually, we like that shirt you're wearing. So, you know what? It is what it is. And if people don't like my choice, that's okay. I don't like what you drink for coffee sometimes. So, Do you like what I'm drinking right now? That was a bit weird, but it's a good experience. It's a blueberry matcha. It's bomb. I I get it. I get it. It's earthy. And look, I'll touch on this one. I don't have clothes that fit me through the season. Like, I'm not going to, like, sugarcoat it. We put on... And yeah, I said on my social media the other day, I'd put like 38 to 40 pounds on. And then it wasn't that much. And then we did the numbers, and it was 20, I was 28 pounds. Okay. I gained. So I gained 28 pounds in I know, and you're body like 40 fat. pounds. I was like, no, you didn't. Yeah, I felt like it. I'll tell you what, I felt like that. I'm officially no longer an XL. I'm no, a, you're a, a double XL. I am double XL. So yeah, you're right. My fashion choice is my fashion choice. And if it bothers you, that sounds like it's your problem, not mine. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. I mean, yeah, I gained, obviously I had a baby. Those are a little yeah, different, a but, but I still gained 55 pounds. Yeah, but I you still lost went... yours. Look at you. You're well, tiny, honey. Thank you, honey. I I've been working hard. It. I'm still carrying the dad weight. Work harder. Okay. I'm working Ooh. on my father figure. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of your dress, um, they want to know why would nobody switch sides with you? So that also isn't just like, it's not like Charlie could have been like, oh, Sheena, I'm on your good side. Just swap me. I mean, they strategically seat us where they do. What Ariana and I couldn't understand is, so we originally were on our left side because that was the way our looks were with the slit on our dress. We said we should be seated on this side because that was what will look best to cameras. And I guess we were. And then when three people ended up joining via Zoom, they switched our sides. And I'm like, but I don't understand. There's still four people on that side. Four people on this side. Why can't us four be mm-hmm. on that side and them four be on this side? And it was just like, shut up, Sheena. We don't care about your good side. I'm like, it's not just my good side. <laughs> it's a valid it's point, my, though. But it's my entire look. Like, I planned my look around being seated on this side. And I let them know, here's my look. Here's oh, how you, I'm doing my let, hair. You let all of us know, including myself. I know. <laughs> In social I was, media, I think you let everyone know. I was not happy about it. But here's the thing. In hindsight... I'm glad that I was seated on my quote unquote bad side because I was able to see myself on camera in a side that I don't normally see myself. I always position myself to the left. And I was like, okay, it's not as bad as I thought. I need to have some more self-love and just not be so nitpicky about the things I'm insecure about. But I also was losing a lot of hair at the moment. 
Thanks to Nutrafol, it's growing back. (laughs) Shout out to them. But um, yeah, um, I've always just been more insecure shooting on the right side of my face. And especially when I started losing hair. Is it not exhausting knowing that when you go to film for nine years, maybe 10 years you've been filming, you (laughs) position yourself. I'm just really good at doing that. (laughs) <laughs> I, I saw it. I noticed it. And then it becomes like my, my tick it's a with habit. you. It's, I'm like, yeah. it's, it's a bad habit. No, I'm like, honey, you're going to sit here for dinner. <laughs> I know where my cameras are. That's God, funny. I'm like, well, I'm I'm try- I will try to be better about that. Watching back the reunion, I was like, okay, it's not as bad as I've thought. Yeah, I think, I think, I think that's a habit so you can vain. work on. And it's so vain. It's so vain. I need to work on that more. But that was a good forcing me into working on it Perfect. moment. I like that. Yeah. Okay, so my next question is... Actually, before we get to the next question, let's take a little break. No one wants to cut corners on what's important, and few things matter more than a good night's rest. So if you dream of comfortable sheets at a price that won't keep you up all night, like maybe your baby does, then look no further than Bowl and Branch. I know y'all have heard me talk about Bowl and Branch sheets before, and that's because they are the best. I have them in all three of my homes, LA, San Diego, Palm Springs. I got them in white because it just goes with my decor in every house that I have. But literally, they're comfortable. They're sustainable. They get better with every wash. They're quality that lasts and they're all at a fair price. They focus on quality over quantity. And that's what I love is that there's no inflated thread counts because more isn't always better. So these sheets are made to a higher standard, 100% organic cotton, ethical production, and thoughtful attention to every detail. Y'all can experience the best sheets you've ever felt at bowlandbranch.com. Get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use promo code SHEA at checkout. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com, promo code SHEA. Um, why did you guys switch drinks at the reunion? Apparently, a lot of people caught that. Oh, my God. So many people. I saw on Twitter. They're like, wow. Did anyone else notice Sheena drank her drink before they even did the toast? I'm like, actually, Brock drank his drink. I didn't want to drink my drink because I still had a pump. What was your drink? Tom made them. It was, okay. it was, the, it was the Summer's Eve, remember? Oh, the Summer's Eve. Summer's Eve. It was some kind of something. Some berry concoction, Look, foamy I d- thing. I that- dropped my drink because I needed a bloody drink. Like, <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? I'm sorry. And then I realized I was going to toast. I'm like, oh, stop And I was drinking. like, well, here, I don't want mine. I'm not going to drink it anyway. So I was like, spot me. And then I guess that was interesting. And Apparently people, people caught it. People would see that. How did they see that? They saw it as like, oh, Brooks just had it again. Just taking what he wants. Like, what What, what do they have to say about yeah, that? Yeah, like what? I don't know. Attention behind asking the question. I don't know. But a lot of people a lot of, were wondering. I've got, I've got it like, oh, damn, you want to take a drink too? I was like, what are you talking about? She's pumping and I'll just yeah. have the drink. I needed a drink. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, mm-hmm. Something else that people noticed was what was that mark on your wrist when they did a close-up of your ring? Oh, see, I didn't even notice it on the show, but... Um, you have a scar now, huh? I do have a scar now. Oof. So I was doing these workouts called EMS which is electromuscular stimulation, which basically you're in this suit. It's sprayed with water. The water and the electricity, I never really understood that part of it. Kind of weirded me out. But you're in this suit that is like shocking your muscles. And basically 
a 25 minute workout is equivalent to three hours, two to three hours like in the gym. I swear these workouts are what snapped me back into the shape I'm in. I was doing them regularly for a few months. However, one of those sessions, I literally got electrocuted. And my entire body, I'm holding a 20 pound kettlebell. I'm doing deadlifts, if you know what those are. And all of a sudden, the suit like shorts out and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. I dropped the kettlebell, thankfully not on my foot. Don't know how I didn't hit my head on the mirror or anything else. My whole body is like convulsing. I go down to the ground, landed on my left wrist, somehow didn't break my wrist. I just had this gnarly, like, looked like a carpet burn, but I mean, it was wood floor from the gym. I'm shaking. The trainer obviously turns off the machine. I get out of it. And then you were actually upstairs. I came upstairs. I was freaking out. I I had to calm myself instantly because Summer was like looking at me like, oh my God, oh my God. I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Just calm down. But it was terrifying. Yeah, I'm sure. Straight electrocuted. Yeah. So. so that was the scab. <laughs> that was the scab. <laughs> so she had a scab and then she had some makeup on we top of it. We tried to put makeup on like... it and then it made it worse. And I did blur it in all the photos you posted though. Yeah. So it was just people who saw it on TV. Because I didn't, I, yeah, I wasn't going to answer. Con- she, had a, she had a scab. Whatever. It was, it, was a, it was a big scab. But that's what happened. It was gnarly. <laughs> that was wild, honey, you know? At least you're safe. You're good. <sighs> yeah. I'm just going to add to that. There's no, there's no secret sauce there's no quick fix when it comes to your health and like we all go for these like these trends and i'm telling you guys that you're just setting yourself up for false hope you know you're doing you're doing good it's i swore by those workouts i enjoyed them so much until i think it was the consistency honey that too and now that we're back in san diego i am being consistent again with my workouts, which mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have been commenting also about my workouts. Like, why aren't you using Brock's app? Why aren't you working out with Brock? A, Homebody is not fully up and running yet. It's not live to the public, yeah. I enjoy going to a gym and working out with a personal trainer, which not everyone has the luxury of doing. So that's another reason. But also, just for like our relationship's sake, <laughs> we don't always work out well together. It's just, it's it's better for the it's better for us to just just know our limits. Yeah, those were some of our worst fights in quarantine. Was when we would work out together. Oh. And I feel like it gives you time apart where it's like Brock can go and work on something and you can work out, and then he totally. can work out at a separate time of the day. Yeah, we've yeah. got a good flow happening. I'm I'm into the flow we got going on right now. Yeah. Okay, next question. Um, do you wish COVID could have been discussed a little bit more on VPR this season? I do. I've seen, like, so many scripted shows that I watch. Like, This Is Us, Grey's Anatomy. They really, like, honed in on the pandemic and added that into their storyline. And yeah. these are scripted shows. I feel like on a reality show, it would have been so interesting to hear about, not even necessarily, like, the filming restrictions, but just to understand you know, what we're going through at this time in our lives. Like there was one mention of, oh, that girl that got COVID at Sir. Mm-hmm. And that was a really big deal. A lot of things got canceled that week because of this. I mean, you know, what? It, sh- it shifted, yeah, you're right. It shifted our, it shifted our whole plan. Yeah. And it really forced other things to happen. You're like, oh, I got to make stuff happen. So I, I yeah. wish it was shown a was little bit. Was it even acknowledged at the reunion why Katie, Tom, and Lala were on Zoom? No. They just said in like in utmost amount of following safety precautions and being the utmost amount of safe, like whatever some people are joining 
via Zoom. And here's the thing with like HIPAA and all of that. It's no one's business legally even. We're not allowed to discuss other people's medical situations. But if the person who has COVID is openly talking about it, like I had to sign a HIPAA form for Summer because I mentioned that she had COVID on the reunion. Mm -hmm. And you have, you know, it's just a- Oh, that's what that HIPAA form was? Yeah. Got it. Because I mentioned that and that's about, but we're her parents. So Mm -hmm. obviously we can agree to that. But, you know, there's going to be those people that are like, did she consent, though? I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Did she consent to have her ears pierced? No, but she has them. (laughs) Well, that's what your parents are for. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, last VPR question. What are your guys' plans if the show doesn't come back next season? Wow. Okay, you want to go? I can go first. You go first. Rock has lots of plans. (laughs) (laughs) I've always got ideas and visions and all that. Honestly, I think... What we're doing right now, we're, we're working on the family, but I, we're going to be bi-coastal. Like, uh, we want to be back in Australia somehow. Oh, I was like, bi-coastal? I know, where? That, wait, bi-coastal is like New York and... Uh, Bi-country? Bi-continental. Bi-continental. Bi-continental, there you go. Um, but obviously, what we're doing right now, we've got big things happening with Homebody and the work on that, so we're working with that, but I think just enjoying our life and really finding our place there. But I do want to be able to have something here and then going back home. So. Yeah. And I think for me, I mean, I love what I do, but I've always wanted to really get into entertainment news hosting. Yeah. Just like, yeah, any type of news or talk show. I would love to do that eventually. I've even had my manager put some feelers out for just like correspondence roles and stuff right now for little things with E or entertainment that's tonight. What, that's what extra. you went to school for, right? Yeah, that's what I really want to do. Like if I could be the female Mario Lopez goals. Damn goals yeah love that Mm -hmm. okay so let's move on and talk your relationship and the wedding so how's wedding planning going oh it's going wedding planning we've hit we've hit we've hit a we've hit a uh juncture junction we've hit a junction in the in the decision making skill sets right junction a junction like a speed bump no like a no speed bump fork a a fork in the road (laughs) a fork in the road okay where we have to make decisions the hard decisions need to be made. And when I say we, I mean Sheena. <laughs> and when I say our problems, I mean this is on her. <laughs> Why can't wedding planning be easy? Like, I feel like everyone who's planning a wedding just, like, complains about it. Can I, I think honest? eloping is easy. I think I think wedding planning is easy. For what's the man. Me? As a man. Mm-hmm. But really, is it though? Like, what, what's your most hardest, difficult decision to make about this wedding planning? Cutting the invite list in half. That's one decision you have to make on a person. There's, there you go down like the list. like 150 decisions. I know. <laughs> What's the next hardest thing about planning a wedding? Well, how much it costs, obviously. That just comes with it. What else is the next hardest location. thing? Location. Location. Yeah. Okay. So we've narrowed it down to a few locations in the same country. And uh, now we just need to figure out which part of the country we want to go to, how much one place costs versus another. And then we really need to figure out who's on the cut list. And that's the hardest thing because I want to invite everybody. But I, I also want to invite everybody. Budget-wise, it doesn't make sense. I've already <laughs> had a big wedding. I'm not doing that again. And it just, it's its unnecessary. So it's coming along. We just, the guest list. Our wedding planner emailed us two nights ago and she goes, so do you have your guest list yet? I need all of the emails. But I was like, no, 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 not even close. <laughs> like, we have the guest list. It's just 256 people, which what's, we need to cut in half. What's the hardest part about you cutting people? Because here's the thing. When it's like 
my dad's side of the family, let's just give that as an example. Uh-huh. Obviously, I want all of my cousins there because I'm close with all of my cousins. But then I'm also close with their girlfriends and fiancés. But then it's like, do I invite every aunt and uncle? And if I invite every aunt and uncle, then I have to invite their spouses and then their kids. And so it's like, where do I draw the line? Do I only invite the cousins? Or when you do have I- favorite cousins and you like don't invite the cousins that you don't like as much, I feel but like. It, how, you, where do you draw the line? How I do think, I invite three cousins you don't want to hurt and not feelings. two? I, like, think you, I think you draw the line because they're your family, first and foremost. Uh, so they will, should understand and respect your oof. decisions. Secondly, the best thing about family is they love you unconditionally. So they do should they? understand. <laughs> well, then if they don't, then, then why, are we find, why are we putting effort into bringing know, them to I'm a kidding. wedding? You know, so I think, I think you have to understand that. Like your friends... Even if they don't get to come to the wedding, they're still going to celebrate our marriage. You know, they're still going to support you. Same I as think, your family. Here's the thing. I think what I would feel better about doing is, because we didn't have an engagement party. We don't need to have an engagement party. But maybe we have a post-wedding celebration in LA, in LA that everyone else can come to. That's something where it's not like we're having to front the cost. You know, like we go to Tom Tom. Everyone meet us at Tom Tom. I have Richardson reserve the garden at Tom Tom for us, and we have a celebration with everyone because then everyone's invited. They're all paying for their own drinks, they're paying for their own food. We might have to find a different venue, but yeah. we'll work you on it. You get what I'm saying. I feel like I, I know what you're saying, that honey. might be the move. But we're going to go from having, I guess. I don't know. I yeah. like that. I like that. I mean, I like you could that. send That's everyone good. who got cut like an invitation that looks like a wedding invitation, but when they open it, it's just to the party in LA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they still have something to hang on the fridge. <laughs> oh, this is so hard. Like, I was hanging out with people the other night, and I'm like, oh, you're on the B list, but, like, we're friends. They were friends. uh, And then one of them was even mentioning the wedding to me, and I'm like, stop talking. Yeah, that's awkward. This is a PSA to all of our family. I don't care to come to any of their weddings, so if they're (laughs) listening to this, like, yeah, you can put me on the B list. My family gets it. My family gets it, you know, and and we both. But your family's also coming from much further away. Correct. So that's different. If we're... Uh, yeah. Next question. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> are you guys having a big bridal party or will it just be you two up on the altar? So I wanted it to just be us two. And then Groomzilla over here is like, well, I've never had a wedding. I want groomsmen. I want a best man. I want this. I want that. Well, I just want that experience. I know. And everyone deserves that experience. So I'm more than willing to accommodate that. Yeah, but have, it has to six. be an even number for photos, I said. We have six so, as a number. Yeah. And Summer's obviously going to be the flower girl. Yes. She's going to be so cute. She's going to be so cute. We need to figure out the ring bear still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are you guys going to, are you, not you guys, are you going to change your last name once you guys get married? Legally, yes. Totally. And then we will just go by Sheena Marie. Well, and then I realized, I didn't even realize this when I gave, when we chose uh, Moon for Summer's middle name, but her and I will have the same initials. That's funny. Sheena Marie, Summer Moon, Honey Davies. Wow. Yeah. So that's cute. That's really cute. Was it Schmeh with a D behind it? Shaking my Shaking my head. head. And then. There was a worse one. There's a worse one, yeah. (laughs) What? Never mind. I'm not going to say it because that's not her initials. Okay. There's an H in it, so. Good to know. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so get Oh, shit. Okay, getting away from the wedding stuff a little bit, going back to like what everyone saw this season. Sheena, are you disheartened by all the comments about you and Brock? Have they hurt your relationship at all? They've not hurt our relationship. It's just frustrating when people judge on not the full story. I got a really 
nice message today on Patreon. I want to give her a shout out. Heather Johnson sent me a really sweet message and said that she's not a casual viewer of the show. She said, Brock was not a new cast member to me. I've known him for over a year and a half through YouTube and shenanigans before this season aired. I don't view him or your relationship in the way so many people do and went on and continued to say more sweet things. So thank you, Heather. That was so sweet. And that's where I'm like, people who have been with us from the beginning of my YouTube channel and listening to the podcast, I don't think they had the same view, even hearing all of the quote unquote red flags, you know? So it's frustrating when people just only watch the show. They don't do any research outside of it, which they don't have to. It's a TV show for entertainment. I get it. But when they just give their opinion based on the few minutes of an edit you see of him, it frustrates me. Mm -hmm. And I feel the need to say, well, actually... That's not true. This is, and I'm, I try not to let it get to me, but then sometimes I just have fun on Twitter. And I just like, <laughs> I went on a blocking spree last week. I was like, block, block, negative things to say, block. I know well, you posted about it. I was going to say, did. it kind of reminds me of like when you watch a TV show and you don't like someone's character and then people end up like hating that actor because of it. Right. It's that's like how you know vibes. you're a really good actor though, is if you as a person <laughs> Except are then hated. You're like, you did a really good is, job at your role. The problem is I'm not acting. I'm just, <laughs> no, I, 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 know. Can be, I can be short. I can be opinionated and I can not care about other person's response. But because it's not my responsibility for how you react. You react regardless. Someone, if you, if you pick up a stray dog and that dog gets abused and you go to pat the dog and you take a hand to the face, it's going to respond to you. Not because of me, because of what, what its perspective of where that dog's raised and how it was raised. And I'm yeah. not saying humans are like dogs or like animals. I'm just saying sometimes I do paint this narrative like, oh, I don't care, like they can deal with it. And people find that offensive because deep down I do care, but at the same time, I don't want to process and spend this time really filtering myself that much if I feel like I'm correct with what I'm saying. And sometimes I'm not correct, but at least I can acknowledge that mm -hmm. after the fact. But the problem is when you see a show like this, they don't have time to show a 40-minute conversation. Of course it's snippets. Not. And you know what? On the snippets, I'm very short and I know, I know that. And it doesn't help with my arrogance to be like, well, fuck it. That's my oh. personality. Yeah, that's true. And especially when I drop the F-bomb, people get real offended by that. So I'll yeah. do better on the, on the cussing. So... <clears throat> Forks, knives, and spoons from now on. What? Forks, knives, and spoons from now on. That's it's what you're going to say instead? Yes. Yeah, it was, I mean, I could, whatever. Okay. I'll be better. <laughs> whatever. I love that. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I finish it with whatever. Whatever. <laughs> and that's exactly the personality. <laughs> that's the it's problem. It's intimidating, I think, when people, like, I know what, who I am and I know my past and I, and yeah. I knew that. I think, at, uh, you know. At the end of the day, you know, I'm just thankful that people are watching the show. They're relating to the show. They're enjoying the entertainment of the show. That's honestly what really matters. I just wish I a, they were a little nicer. I would like that, but I got a question for you. How many people, how many comments do you think you get per post or per like thing? Um, per week. How many in one week you reckon cumulatively negative comments do you think you can get? Oof, the last few weeks? Yeah, it's, it's okay. been a lot. Yeah, but, but how, what are we, what are usually, we I mean, it's one to two negative to every 15 positive. So we're looking at what, like 20,000, 60,000 a month, a week? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't do like math. doing math. Oh, God. Let's <laughs> just say, for example, it's 100,000 negative comments. Okay. 780,000 people watched the show last week. So Actually, it was 880,000. Okay, so there you go. So yeah. 730 of them didn't comment. Mm-hmm. 
Doesn't, no, I see what you're me. saying. In the grand scheme of things, it's way more and no one positive. And no one goes on to Yelp reviews and That's writes, oh, my God, say. this is so great. That's so true. There has to be an incentive to say something nice. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to go and complain about and, and what look, happened. You guys yeah. complaining about something that I'm very aware of, so thank you for bringing <laughs> it to light and just enjoy watching because I look forward to proving you guys wrong. Yeah. Yeah? Simple. Okay, so there's a lot of baby questions, too. Ooh. Um, do y'all want to have another baby? Am I getting another niece or nephew? I Honey? do, yeah. I do. Obviously, obviously, I want to work on my 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 two relationships, my older two as well. Yeah, but they, uh, I definitely will look forward to having one or two, or you know. I think I'm open. in a couple of years. Originally, before I had any complications, I had such a great pregnancy. There were no complications until obviously we were in labor. I was thinking that like this summer we would try to get pregnant again. So they were like pretty close in age. Oh my God, that's so soon. Like, <laughs> absolutely not. Brittany was thinking that too. And then we're like, whew, that's like around the corner. Yeah. Pause on that. So absolutely not. Next summer, I think would be the soonest we would consider. But also I got a few offers for surrogates after the show aired. I had these women reach out who are like from San Dimas, like our hometown mm -hmm. and said she had a few really good pregnancies and just loved being pregnant. She's like, I would love you know, the opportunity to carry your child if it's something that, you know, you would want and you don't want to do it yourself because of all the complications. I was like, let's let's stay in touch. <laughs> and I've had a couple other women that I'm like, OK, I mean, how does that work? Well, you like still I, have to go through a whole legal process. Like, I mean, it's it's a lot. Because because my biggest one when it comes to that, and I, hope, I don't know if there's science behind this or backdoor can help us out with this decision, but like Summer, when we look at our child right now, she's just like, she just just ultimately on point, you know? But then if we have another child that's opposite, that's colicky, does that come from like how she was how she was raised in the, in the uterus womb? in the womb? Like, is it from the environment, the stresses that were put upon that person say, carrying? I'd say probably not. If this woman has a normal pregnancy and doesn't do anything outside of things that Sheena would do, I feel like <laughs> any way that they would act as an infant would be like genetic. I just said that out loud, and I realized we raised her, and she was in our cra craziness, and she came out. Perfect. <laughs> so, so I realized you know, it's just yeah. that we're right now. No, but I do believe in the energy being passed on. You know, like I tried to meditate so much during my pregnancy, and I tried to keep my anxieties at a minimum, and I tried to just stay calm as much as possible when it was really hard after having a miscarriage. So I do believe in energy like transferring into the baby. But I think you'd probably try to find a surrogate who has similar beliefs totally. as you. Yeah, I Interesting. agree. Interesting. I think that's, yeah, I think it will take a little time to go down that conversation, but yeah. yes. Because I, I even I'm was down. thinking like now that it's been, you know, nine months, I'm like, you know, I could probably, I could do this again. But then when I watched the reunion back and just saw myself talking about what happened, I was like, I don't want to do this again ever. Like, no, no, no. Like right when I think I'm over it and I could totally do this again and it just, it freaks me out and I just don't, I don't know that I would put myself at risk. So let's just pray this IUD works and we can revisit this <laughs> next year. I also want Summer to be fully potty trained and talking at least a little bit before 
we have another. Like, I want her to understand a yeah. new sibling is coming into the picture and, like, she's potty trained. I don't want to be changing a toddler's diapers and a newborn's diapers. Have you diapers. ever Googled that? Like, how old are they when they can, like, understand that there's a new sibling coming? Because I know we Googled, like, certain things. Like, mm-hmm. how old does a baby have to be to recognize itself in the mirror? And right. it said, like, 18 months. Yeah. So I wonder how old they have to be to understand that they have, like, a new baby on the way. Like... Well, our neighbors in San Diego, they're pregnant right now. Their daughter just turned two. And I think she fully understands that she has a new sister coming. Aw, that's so cute. So I'm like, that's a good age gap. I think at least like two to three years. So they can still like be in high school together. Mm -hmm. But I still have time to just enjoy it with Summer. And I can't imagine her starting to walk, still being in diapers, and then me having a newborn. No, And the... Every three hours waking up, I just, oh, I can't imagine that again anytime soon. Yeah, no. That sounds like a But lot. I do want her to grow up with a little sibling. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. This person wants to know, how do you drink and breastfeed? So, I, I mean, I don't drink like, like while. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing. Actually, <laughs> I have drank before while breastfeeding because the lactation consultant said, if you're going to have a glass of wine, do it while you're nursing or while you're pumping because it takes about 20 minutes to get in your system. So I remember there was one time, remember we were sitting at the Grove and he ordered me an Aperol spritz, but I was like, I still have to nurse her. And he's like, so nurse her now. And then I'm like, that's all I need is someone to take a photo of me with an Aperol (laughs) spritz in one hand, baby on the tit in the other. Yeah, that'd be bad. (laughs) But either I will have a drink like right as I'm pumping because as I'm expressing the milk, the alcohol isn't in it yet. If I drink more than three drinks, which I've only done a handful of times, I dump my milk. I hate dumping my milk. It hurts my soul. So I have these little alcohol test strips that I can test the milk to see if there's alcohol still in it. And then that's when I've dumped it. But now I just, especially since she stopped latching, I don't want to waste any of my milk. So I never drink enough that I would have to dump it. And then I wait the like four hours and then I pump again. You've been sober pretty much since since you said it's been a minute yeah but there have been a few times when I've, I've let loose like the finale being one of them yeah the Steelers Chargers game being another <laughs> a handful of times but honey yeah. you've done so well the whole time thanks honey how have the kitties been a summer are they adjusting well Salem oh. is so patient with her he's Salem. so good with her she I've like I should oh, I should have started it as a highlight like a series of summer just terrorizing you can Salem. go back Okay, yeah, I want to go back. Summer in Salem, like part one, part two, her chasing him in the walker. Uh-huh. But I mean, he is so patient with her. She he, can like... He likes it. Yeah, he yeah, loves he the attention. he would hide if he didn't like it. No, physical touch is definitely that cat's love language. <laughs> <laughs> Penny, she kind of more so keeps to herself. and But she's still so good with her too. They've never tried to scratch her. Salem will try to cuddle Summer sometimes when she's like laying by us, but... They're very good with her. We're really lucky. I was terrified of that, too. Yeah. Does Summer hang out with Ocean, Hartford, and Cruz? Yeah. They have play dates. Yeah, they have play dates. We went to the park a couple weeks ago. I mean, now that we're back in San Diego, we have to, like, actually plan the times that we can get together when we drive up. But she's had so many play dates with them, and I'm so excited to just be able to see them grow up together. Like, they have built-in best friends, and they're all the same age. And especially once they all turn one and they're all walking, they're all going to seem the same age. Yeah. Right now, they're still, it's like Hartford is definitely older because she's the only one walking. So, and then the other three are like still similar, but I feel like once they get past the year mark, they're just all the same age. Yeah. yeah and they all had parents that like went through the same thing. So mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll all be able to bond about that. Definitely. Wow. And then one of my last questions was, um, what is one piece of advice you would give Summer Moon about life? 
Ooh. Why do you guys look at me straight away? Because it's a question for both of you. Yeah, it's for both of us, but I want to hear your answer first. He's like, I wasn't prepared. (laughs) Advice I would give Summer is just, yeah, I I mean, I I want her to believe in herself. That's it. So I'm (laughs) going to. That's what I was going to say. Well, (laughs) I'm going to teach her that, you know, failure is is a way of learning and it's not wrong to do things. It's just learning from those experiences. So I don't know how I'm going to do that to an eight month old, nine month old, but. I've got As some ideas. As she gets older. As she gets older. That's why I want to install yeah. on her. That's my goal. But apart from that, what was it? Advice from her? Just, I mean, she's gonna, I'm going to let her do whatever she wants. She's got to learn from her own lessons. And yeah. I'm gonna, and I'm going to Is that your there. style of parenting? You're going to let her figure it out on her he own? He will. Yeah. Yes. She'll figure it out. She'll be fine. And then if She'll she's not right. fine, I'll be there. You mm-hmm. know? And that's, that's my style of t- <laughs> yeah. what, what What do you got, honey? I just, yeah, I want her to always have confidence, but I also want her to always feel comfortable coming to us with anything. Like I always want to have an open line of communication for her. I don't want her to ever be afraid to tell us if she did something that she thinks she's going to get in trouble for. I don't want her to feel like she has to have straight A's. Like I want her to just be comfortable and confident and to always be able to come to us with anything. Because I had that type of relationship with my parents and I definitely want her to feel that same way. Then you guys can't be scary or else she'll be scared to tell Who's you scary? Yeah. I don't know. Honey. I think y'all think I'm the, scary. I think both of you could be scary. I could be I could be honest. I could be honest. You don't like honesty. That's what scares you guys about how I'm brutally honest. I just think you need to have empathy. As a girl dad, yeah. That too, yeah. But she but she has me wrapped around her finger a hundred percent. And I do <laughs> yeah and I do have empathy but I won't, I'll draw the line when it, empathy enables anything else but confidence because too much empathy shadows and overtakes and leans into, what's the word I'm trying to look for, when someone becomes um, shit, shit, oh, shit, shit, um, shit, 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 Wait, I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> anyway, don't, I don't no, want No, now it's going to bother me. What know, are you we'll trying figure, to say? I'm just trying to say that, listen, I don't think I'm, I'm firm. I'm a very soft and I understand everything because I've done everything. And, and so have you. So I'm, I'm never going to come from like a judgmental place. I will be very firm with getting my point across and making sure she understands that there's other opinions about the subject. And people don't like that sometimes. People want to be, no, you're wrong, I'm right. And you should never yeah. be, it should never be an I'm right, you're wrong situation in conversations. Mm-hmm. It's that's how you feel, this is how I feel. And learn from how you feel and learn how I feel. And if we can leave it at that, leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. If that means makes me an asshole for being very clear, then I'll be the asshole. For no. Being very clear. When you and Summer have a disagreement, we could just like refer back to this podcast, and she could hear it how you just. You said could it. you could just word Brenda's like, Dad, <laughs> you said, and I, no, I think I'll be fine with that. Like I still, even when she's little, like now I'm trying to teach her stuff, and I'm like, oh, you'll figure that one out. Yeah. And then if once she starts talking back to me, then I'm like, oh, you'll figure that one out. Doesn't work either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's gonna do that for sure. For sure. <laughs> well, because you're gonna allow her to play me like a fiddle. You'll be like, I would <laughs> say, I will say yes, but you gotta ask your dad, and then you pin her against me. That's what you're gonna. Not do. pinning her against you. I'm just you, letting you be the final say. But instead of being a united front, on some things we will be for sure. We should always be united front. Okay, I'll try my best. <laughs> but that doesn't help me either. I'm not gonna put her against you. Be like, I'll say yes, but go see your mom because then she'll ask you, and you say okay, yes. Okay, okay. I'll see when you flip it that way. Then okay. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. Listen, there's a plan we have to raise in our children. Let's see how that rolls out. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. 
All right. Well, thank you, Courtney, for mediating the questions. Of thank course. you, honey, for being my guest and co-host and well, everything. Hopefully, hopefully everyone enjoys the uh, the Q&As, apparently. You know? Yeah, Remember I mean, we all? always get so many questions. So I figure that, you know, we'll do these semi-regularly, just general Q&As about a little bit of everything, you know, Go back to the show. People always have questions about that, whether well, it's I on mean, air or I th- not. I feel like the show is kind of like the, our life. It's like the main life thing we're doing. The show, the show is our life. Yeah, I really it's hope. It com- I really hope we get we it comes back and you guys see this. Yeah. I think the show really is going to show a lot of journey right now because the boys have their bar opening up. Mm-hmm. The girls have their sandwich stop opening up. Mm-hmm. You and L- Lala and I, Raquel are single, and James. Did you just say me? you? I said Lala and <laughs> he Raquel. He said you and Lala and Raquel are single. Okay, Lala and Raquel and James are single. You and Lala have kids to raise. And and I think there's a lot there's a lot going on, and hopefully people want to see that. And I really look I forward so. to following along and seeing how everyone grows from there. Definitely got a lot of things going on. But thank you for having me on here, honey. And. Uh, Hopefully I, I cleared it up. I um yeah. I can't be an asshole. You're just always clarifying it. Just right? clarifying it. I'm an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With a heart. Times. With, With a heart. heart. That is true. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week getting into some more shenanigans here at Dear Media. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Yeah.